This is The Relation Shop, where we analyze pop culture to give you relationship advice that works. I'm Toya, and I have Eric and Jason in here. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. For questions, send those in to The Relation Shop at Power. 77radio.com and what we got Jason? Kenyatta's got a question from Seattle, Washington. It's mm-hmm. a pretty simple quick question. Let's see what we can do with this That's one. That's what I'm talking about. My husband can't <laughs> sleep without a television on and I can't sleep without complete darkness and silence. What do I do? Any suggestions? So, um, get a new husband. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Do you guys do that? Well, yeah, does one of you guys sleep with a TV? We don't have a TV in our room. Oh, you don't? No. Is it the, for her, is it, she said complete darkness, so if it's not a sound issue, get one of well, those she little said, darkness masks. she said darkness and silence. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. She said both, yeah, so. Ah. Huh. Well, <laughs> then, he could get headphones yeah. for yeah. the TV. All right. And then she could wear one of those eye masks. Mask. And then we have solved our problem, folks. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And I guess she could also do earplugs. She could. Um, I lean a little away from earplugs because I'm like, I need to know if someone kicks in my back door. (laughs) And to be be living living in complete oblivion with no senses. I just want to... I couldn't go there, so maybe she can because her husband's there and she what feels safe. What kind of safe, neighborhood you living in? And people kicking down your door. <laughs> oh, I live man. in the real world. <laughs> oh, do you? And wow. you just do not know All right. when something may go down. And I ain't going to have my ears plugged up and my eyes covered in that moment. <laughs> I know but that much. I'm going to say those earplugs aren't all that. So I remember when I worked nights and I would wear them during the day and I'm a really light sleeper. Them things didn't work. So, I mean, I needed to be, like, complete silence. So, I understand your pain. Um, well, no, I don't because I don't have a TV in my room. But I hear all right, you. let me Here ask I... you this. Because, all right, I don't know if this is a, a female thing or what, but Lisa, if there is a little green light on a smoke detector, it's like a beacon. You hmm. guys have that that's problem? not a female thing. That's no. just a person. That's thing. a person. Th- I don't nah, get that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't get that. Jill, Jill will fall asleep with the TV on. Oh, I can fall yeah. asleep, but my problem is like if she's watching TV, I fall asleep, and then I wake up again, and I wake up again because the TV's on, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Then I start struggling, falling back asleep. I just know yeah. when we go out of town, I gotta pack like duct tape and everything else because I gotta, gotta take up hotel. Everything. Oh, I gotta wow. everything in the room. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I would say then you may want to listen to uh, one of our previous episodes on Did You Marry the Wrong Person? I hope Lisa's not listening. No, I don't want to listen to that. She's going to go, kidding. I think I did. I yeah, think I married the like, wrong person. Like, <laughs> no, man, you, you pack duct tape on hey, behalf you know, of her. You're the I right got, guy. I gotta do what I gotta do. Wait, but even when she closed her eyes? That's what I say. I see the greatest shades are closing your eyes. It gets dark. No, nope, <laughs> not to her. It's amazing. That's not funny. When I open I them it. and I see that, it just puts me over wow. there. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would say maybe start there. He could do some wireless headphones for the TV to eliminate noise. You could put on one of those masks to eliminate. Now, she may be saying, well, I can't wow. sleep with one of those masks on. Then yeah. you guys may at some point have to figure that out is, if neither hey. neither one can compromise, you may have to sleep in separate rooms. Let me rooms, tell you, that's which, a, that is one romantic evening right there. Headphones and <laughs> I, well, I dude, patches. they they could have had the romance earlier, and now it's time for bed. So that's what some <laughs> oh, couples some true. some couples one has such a snoring issue that they literally cannot sleep in the same bed, you. and so they've yeah. got to have. 
have scheduled times of romance together, and then one of them can go to another room just for mm. the sleep portion. Mm. So that's that's a way to work around as well. They may want to consider headphones and masks. There you go, Kenyatta. Wow, we'll thank you for that question. Sleepless and in Seattle there. Oh, <laughs> and for any more, that. send those in <laughs> to the relation shop at power77radio.com. I'm more of a brown so sugar guy. Oh, oh, my goodness. With, oh, and, with <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and if y'all are wanting any relationship advice tips on YouTube, check out Relation Shots by Eric Wooten. And there Eric, what are we go. getting into? Well, this is a lighthearted one today. Uh, why do people cheat? <laughs> well, you knew with Whoa. that coming out first, it wasn't going to be good. With that lead in, you knew. Yeah. We want to talk about today, uh, why do people cheat? Mm. That's a valid question. It I know is. there's a lot of couples out there uh, who have either cheated themselves or experienced someone they're in relationship with cheating that are asking the same question. Yeah. I read here I read an article recently that said that something like 90% of people say that cheating is wrong. Okay. But yet then they gave the stats I don't know what it was 30 to 40% of people in in marriages actually cheat. And mm-hmm. so this is this is rarely an issue where the person goes, "Oh man, it's cool." Like, you should be able to do this. Most of the people are cheating, but no, cheating's not okay. All right, before we go too far, though, we got to classify cheating. Because you know there's people out there that's like, okay, I'm not cheating. I'm just texting, flirting, or whatever. So, yeah, so where I mean, does the I cheating think, come I in? think, well, everybody's different. But here, listen, dude, this here's the reality. So physically, there's no question. Yeah. People will right. go, well, emotionally, it was the same thing you were still having. And and I would say you can be unfaithful emotionally to your relationship where what should be being given in your marriage is being given to somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that would count as unfaithfulness. Obviously, that's a little different than uh, out there sleeping with somebody. And then, yeah, you could, I mean, some people would say looking at pornography is cheating. Some right. people would say, well, they text somebody else's cheating. So, I mean, the, the point is, anytime you're looking outside of your relationship for something that you should be getting inside of your relationship is probably some level of unfaithfulness. Right. But um, today we're sticking for, like, physical stuff? Is that what we're talking nah, about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that is generally that's the easiest the, yeah. Uh, non-nuanced thing but I think everybody's yeah that's why you need to talk about with your spouse what they consider cheating because be like oh no I don't consider you know meeting so and so at a hotel room for you know wine we didn't do anything that's not (laughs) cheating you'd be like well how about we define this together yeah Mm -hmm. good plan so that might be a good idea on the front end of relationships see how I use front end again I see that boom one an episode (laughs) one an episode in case you missed front end you can tune into the last 60 episodes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought he was going to say back in. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. But, okay. well, we are talking about cheating. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so let me keep going. Record if scratch. you want to go back and check out some older episodes based on this topic, check out episode number 22 where we talked about the first five steps to an affair. Okay. Um, so we had a part one and part two. And then episode 29 is how to overcome an affair. And then episode number 53 is how to regain trust after an affair. Oh, we talked about this a lot. We just never talked about why. You're right. We didn't. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. That's good. I think the answer is because people are stupid. Well, yeah. That's That's pretty much the explanation on all of our shows. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. 
Yep, we all got problems. <laughs> so we let's talk. Let's talk some pop culture. Yeah, right. you, you see, you see this all the time. In she fact, we just saw this recently. If if you follow the church world, mm-hmm. right? We had a quote celebrity pastor, Carl Lentz, oh. Hillsong, New York, right? Pastor that came out and he was fired for moral failure, and he came out and said that uh, he was unfaithful to his marriage. Mm. And so now is the downfall of that, which mm-hmm. that's where you go, hold on, this is a guy that knows this is wrong. Right. Yep. This is a guy that is a person of faith and character and all these other things. Mm-hmm. So how does someone like that get to a place where this was kind of the end for him? As easy as anybody else. I mean, honestly, right? you know, yeah. and he's under whatever kind of pressure that is pastoring Hillsong. So that's huge. He has all these people around him that are looking at him like he's a celebrity, you know, and I've heard that a lot of pastors have a lot of women throwing themselves at them a lot of the time because they are the head of that church. Yeah, they are the face. They're and on so, stage and people yeah. connect with, I've heard it said before, uh, they eroticize, but not yeah. necessarily always sexually, but everybody's looking for a savior or a hero yep. in their life mm-hmm. and when you see somebody on stage they can become that mm-hmm. yeah. and you have this this drawing or track I don't want to say like physical attraction right. not always but an attraction to yeah. the person that you feel can solve the pain or the brokenness exactly. or whatever is in you mm-hmm. and so now there's a greater track which is always the the weird paradox of it for me which is everything that attracts you to this person the moment they would step into relationship with you is all gone so right. so the you know mm-hmm. it's like you would you would think you'd have an incentive not to go there with the person because now all of what you like about them is ruined because they've now compromised their character and integrity exactly. and all the other things you look up to um, but we don't think you know that okay with a guy deeply. like that I mean you look at him and go gosh he should know better and all that and I get that yes be being church leader and all that but he is like probably way more susceptible because we have talked many times about community and you'll be surrounded got to be surrounded yeah. by community yeah. pastors especially one like that yeah a lot of them that i know they don't have that community Mm-mm. because they can't just go to anybody and say hey I, i'm kind of struggling with pornography or i'm kind of yeah. struggling they can't be real and so or, they, or they're too too afraid to be real and so Right there, you've got a weakness that, that an enemy can come in and tear yep. you apart on, and it's so subtle that you don't see it coming. And right. you know, by everything you just listed with uh, with women being being it's thrown like at you a little bit. You got this this person that has grown so much that feels like they are so on top of things that they don't have anybody that they can really confide in because they're they've grown so much on this mountain. And then you have a woman that's like, "Ooh, look at him! He's looking good," and 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 she feels like she won a prize because. She got a married man that is a leader, you well, know. I can guarantee and there are women like that. I, that it's it's a competition. Like, ooh, I got a married man. And I guarantee it didn't start like that. I guarantee it started like you know, just the subtle helping each other. Oh my gosh, he's so yeah, nice. More than likely and, in the church. And, yes. And before, well, you want to know how it started? I mean, if we're talking about this situation. They told us. She told the story. They. She oh, didn't even yeah. know who he was. They met in a park. He was walking his dog, and oh. they were talking, and right. started befriending and building a friendship. And she go. didn't realize till a little bit after, because he said he just worked with celebrities. Mm. She thought he was an agent or something like that until she looked him up and then realized, oh, I had been to that church once, like five years ago or something. <laughs> mm. and I know who that dude is. Right. Um, and by then they were kind of already involved. That was her story. I, who who knows? But anyway, the, yeah. the the point of this is. 
anybody can get there. Right. Anybody. And so why do people... So I, I identified four areas. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not like Jason's top five, but but I think <laughs> well, these are be. four areas that we have to consider. So I'll yeah. say them real quick, and then we can spend some time on it. Right. But okay. but number one is just individual brokenness, mm-hmm. and we'll come back mm-hmm. to that. If you don't address that, I think that can always get you. Uh, number two, I said faulty beliefs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you come into marriage with faulty beliefs and expectations, you can find yourself hopeless uh, when those aren't met, and that can cause you to kind of check out. Uh, three is a lack of personal boundaries. I think that yeah. may apply to this Carl Lentz situation we were just talking about. And then four is the actual relationship mm-hmm. issues yeah. in the relationship. So, mm-hmm. I, so to me, I look at it and I'm like, three out of the four of them have nothing to do with the actual relationship itself, mm, but, but with the person. with the individual yep. person. So, right. mm-hmm. so we can talk. Let's talk about individual brokenness. Okay. I think that if we could convince singles to do more work on themselves prior to getting into marriage. I should say front end there. On the front end. Yes. So I can stay consistent with go. my favorite words. There you go. Uh, prior to getting married, if they would do more individual work, I think our success rate of marriages would go up. Yeah. Um, because a lot of, we all have stuff. Mm-hmm. We all have brokenness. And that's and when the you problem. Get into Most a of them relate. think they don't. Well... <laughs> Yeah, I don't even, you know, in my experience talking with them, I think a lot of them are aware of it. I just don't think they either don't want to deal with it or they don't really know how it's going to manifest in a relationship. Um, Because there are some that don't think they got issues, but most people realize, "Eh, I got some stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But in dating, you don't really have to deal with it. And oftentimes the other person can kind of help you mask it. And so, um, but you got to think. Like so, let's let's just go through some examples of brokenness. So let's say you have rejection issues mm-hmm. that you can't receive criticism, critical feedback that just puts you over the edge. Well, you get married, dude. You're gonna face rejection in your marriage. A lot. Right. Yeah. They're, they're gonna they're gonna reject your initiation for sex. They're gonna mm-hmm. reject your initiation for hey, want to go out to eat to this restaurant? Now right. I don't feel like it. I want to get ready. Oh well, that sucks. So you don't want to be with me. You don't mm-hmm. want to hang right. out with me. You don't want to do what I want to do. And so if you come in with just some rejection issues, like you're gonna get tore up in your marriage a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's gonna cause problems because mm-hmm. then you're gonna go, I don't like this rejection. Right. Right. And you probably didn't get a lot, a lot of that rejection in dating because, mm-hmm. again, we're still playing a game exactly. and you're not going to stay with someone who keeps rejecting you. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, even if you don't like what the person you're dating is doing, you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. You don't like any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But on behalf of the relationship. So that, yeah. I think that rejection could be a one. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what are some other brokenness you guys have experienced? I mean, I got to go in and throw in like a self-esteem thing because if you got low self-esteem, oh, and I mean, in marriage, like I said, if you're looking for somebody else to build you up, obviously, when day to day life goes on, that that's not going to be there every day. And then when somebody on the outside builds you up a little bit, that issue is going to come into play, and all of a sudden, you're drawn to somebody you shouldn't be. Right. I mean, so, so <laughs> well, you said, and which is true, your spouse may not always build you up. Right. Mm-hmm. But what if you have such low self esteem? That all the validation in the world from your spouse is still not right. enough. Right, right. Be like, this person could tell right. you they love you, you're beautiful, and then your response is, no, I'm not just beautiful, you're just saying that. You <laughs> have true. to say that because you're my spouse. You know, yep. it'd be like, dude, I could give it to you all day, every day, mm-hmm. and it's still not be enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I like yep. that. And, I, and I'd like to add on because the issue with that is, just like what y'all were just saying, that 
what if you're every time you get attention from somebody you're just like oh yeah okay let me mm-hmm. let me feed off of this right. you know and that's just how it, you turn into a person that's just always looking outside of your relationship every opportunity you take it absolutely yeah. you, or you got someone with a fear of abandonment right mm-hmm. they grew right. up daddy right. daddy left mommy in the family or something so now they come in with that they're going to be hyper controlling. They're going to be hyper sensitive to anything that feels like the other person might abandon mm. them. And sometimes they even self-sabotage, right? So they'll they'll step out and cheat just so like I abandon you before you abandon me or I gave you a reason to abandon me that doesn't have to do with you don't like me. It was something I did instead and that feels better. I mean, right. there's just we could go down the list there's of things, of but them. I think yeah. one of the reasons people cheat is they've not dealt with their individual brokenness yeah. and it causes them to start seeking something outside of their marriage. That'd so. be a good first place to start. Yeah, yeah. So another one I said was faulty beliefs. And this is what I mean. You come into marriage with unrealistic expectations of what marriage should be. Mm-hmm. And over time, those expectations aren't met. That's going to lead you to a place of hopelessness. And right. at some point, you may go, ah, I just don't think this can ever be what I want it to be. And let me step outside of this thing to um, get what I think I need. Right. So, so the expectations going in. That's what you're saying pretty much. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, but, so they're, they're wrong, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And marriage is what it is. Right. You need to know what marriage is, and you right. got you got to step in. You need to count the cost mm-hmm. of marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. Because here's a re- here's here's my belief. I was gonna say it's a reality, but someone may not agree. So here's my belief. <laughs> I think even the best marriages can never compare to an affair. Right. Because an affair is only small pieces of a relationship right. pulled out of the context of the relationship mm-hmm. that are just fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I have sex. You affirm me. I get what I need. We don't have to argue about disciplining the kids, about spending finances, it, nothing else. Mm-hmm. It's just like take the best parts of a relationship, yep. suck them out of a real relationship, and then like even the best marriage is not going to compare to that. Right. Nope. And so if you have wrong expectations about marriage and you start comparing your marriage to those expectations and and even an affair mm-hmm. you'll be like ah see and our culture does not help that because this you no. know our culture now is all about you know if, if, if you're not feeling it yeah then, then there's something there's gotta be something better out there for right. you right chemistry you romance yes. being in love right. all, oh, all, the, all the crap i mean every every movie yes. that's because of a, a movie about what was right. that hey fowler what was that <laughs> terrible movie that uh, little bit and marriage the producer story. got us marriage to, oh, story. oh my gosh yeah, yeah. I still, I still, you got, I need to invoice you guys for the hours I lost of my life. How did that win I have an no award? No idea. But yeah. it, it just got me thinking. Like nobody's gonna wa- want to watch yeah. a movie about the some of the mundane aspects of marriage. Yeah. The right. things we have to do, right? You know what? Take if you can watch that movie with your spouse and survive it. You got you got a good future. That's, yeah, that that's, could that's be. as mundane as it gets, yeah, right there. And they, they should have got back together. But anyway, uh, anyway. anyway. So no, I, I think you. if you don't properly count the cost of marriage, you go into marriage with faulty beliefs about yeah. what it really is supposed to be and unrealistic expectations. At some point, you're going to look outside of it for what you think it was supposed to be, which is not realistic. Right. So, right. Uh, and, and you know, looking outside of this, outside of marriage. 
You know, there's all kinds of ways people get caught, and I found some of those ways. Ooh. <laughs> so, so this is like a yeah. top, top, this is a five top five ways people get caught? This, this is top five ways people... These are how people... Re- these are real incidents where people got caught cheating. Some oh. of them are so crazy, I had to do something here. So well, are you trying to help people avoid getting caught? What are we doing hey, whatever. here? whatever. No, no, these are just okay. scenarios. You, you can take it however you want to take it. But some of these cra- crazy stories... They had to have a title, so I had to get some help with this. Had to get my brother Tim, so he's going to come in on the front end. Like yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. I like give that. you the title, and I'm coming in on the back end to tell you the story. All right. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So here we All go. Right. All right. Let's so, do it. So brother Tim's going to help me out here. All right. All right. So number one, the title. Oscar Myers edema. Oscar Myers edema. So here's what happened in this case: the wife suspects something. She found condoms, and then she poked holes in the wrappers of the condoms and soaked it in habanero pepper mix. The next day, her husband woke up with a swollen crotch. Wow. That's number five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar <laughs> Meyer edema. All right, number four. Uh, yes, number four is, why is his wire wired to wireless? Hmm, so... Why is this why girl takes the boyfriend to the sister's house for the first time, right? It's the first time meeting with her sister. She wanted her sister to meet her new boyfriend. She borrows his phone and notices his phone auto connects to Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. Oh. It wasn't me. Honey came in and she got me red. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> We're shaggy when yeah, we need them. Exactly. Wasn't me. Number three. Yes, um, who's putting in work while I'm off? All right, so wife goes out of town. Husband says, baby, you're out of town. I need a sexy selfie. Send me one of those. So she takes a picture, sends him a sexy selfie, and he notices men's work boots under the table in the background. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Number two. Number two is called Barber Ann. Barber Ann. So Barber Ann. Wife's sitting at home watching a little NBA action. Notices the uh, camera goes up to the uh, to the audience and there's a woman stroking her husband's hair in the audience <laughs> of the NBA game. Wow. Yeah. Oh. All right, number one. Number one is called photographic familiarity. All right, so Uber driver, female Uber driver, picks up this, uh, this lady at the airport and they get in a conversation on the way there and she's excited. She's meeting her new boyfriend. They're going to spend the weekend together, do all this stuff. Here, let me show you a picture of my new boyfriend. Turns out to be the Uber driver's husband. Oh. Yeah. What are the <laughs> so chances of that? What are the chances? So those were wow. some real deals how you got caught cheating. So. Wow. Yeah, not so smart. That's horrible. It is what it is. Wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. All right. There you go. So that's how not to get caught or something. <laughs> something I don't even like know that. what that is. That's yeah. Just, I, know. I, feel, I feel dirty. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go with a third third uh, category of why people cheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said lack of, lack of personal boundaries. Mm-hmm. And this is just the idea, the greater, the more opportunities you have, the greater chance something may happen. So let's go back to Carl Lentz. All right. He probably had boundaries in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. But one boundary may not have been even thinking about who I might run into while I'm walking my dog at the park. Right. right. And then all of a sudden, he's talking to somebody, not thinking anything of it, mm-hmm. but it's been a stressful week. Maybe he hadn't been spending yeah. time with God, so he's run down all these areas. And mm-hmm. now I'm in a situation with somebody that I emotionally connect with in a way I haven't connected with people in a long time. And I didn't have a boundary here. I didn't have a pre-planned exit plan 
of what I do if I found myself in a situation where I enjoyed talking to somebody more than I should have, i.e. I need to tell my friends on myself, mm-hmm. I need to not go there anymore, whatever these things are. And uh, so I think we got a lot of people that have too many friends of the opposite sex. Yeah. Which you're giving yourself too many opportunities. You're having too many emotional conversations with people of the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. I even know, you know, sometimes you talk about work environments. Some people's work environments are more... There's lots of touch and lots of emotional conversations at work because of the nature of how you work. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you don't have personal boundaries, next thing you know, you find yourself in a place where going back to the personal brokenness, someone's validating you, they're accepting you, they're doing all the things that are filling needs within you that, that are not being met at home, and you find yourself in, in a bad situation. And that's big. And you know me, I got to do the self-check here. Like, people need to self-check because right. I'm going to tell you my story. I'm getting a little vulnerable with the list. Okay. All right, hey. We'll, we'll cradle you with care. <laughs> cradle me. It's a safe cradle place. <laughs> so, you know, we, we've, we've talked about this on past shows that we've all had our history and stuff. And where my incident, where I was very aware of protecting my eyes and knew that physical thing went on. But the emotional, it was kind of snuck up behind me, right? And so knowing all of your weaknesses, the potential weaknesses, and that was my issue where... I didn't see the emotional issue coming, and when it hit me in the face, uh, emotional connection, that, that that's probably harder than crack to uh, break the habit up. So, you know, when you, when you need that, uh, that was a big one. And so knowing, you know, not getting so tunnel vision on one, okay, I'm going to protect my eyes. I'm not looking at porn. I'm not mm-hmm. doing this. I want to protect this. Recognizing there's other sides of it, the emotional side of it, or you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. I think that, and that leads us into the last category, which is the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. So, you were what you were doing was addressing the individual part, which right. is hey, I'm a guy, guys are driven visually. So, in order right. to not feed that monster by looking at porn or women or doing other stuff that would cause me to then grow into maybe acting out on it, yep. I'm going to guard that stuff. And I, I would guess, because I know you, just personally, you're not a guy that is walking around empty emotionally. Like, you right. just need affirmation all the time or right. anything like that. But what you didn't recognize is the lack of that in the relationship. There you go. Was leaving you vulnerable in an area that wasn't necessarily personal brokenness, but it was now relationship brokenness. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. that's why it was able to sneak up on you. And you're like, hold up. Boy. Like, how did I get here? But now that I'm here, this is tough exactly. because this is everything that I that I am missing, and it makes it tough to abandon that and go back to having a gap or a hole there. So. Yeah, and I think if the listeners listen to this show long enough, they'll figure out that emotionally, the beating I take on here, I don't need too much <laughs> emotional boost. I'm yeah. pretty good in that department. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I did. I just said we'll cradle you with care. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That was affirming. That's a setup. That. That I know soft. that's a setup. That was, We're going to cradle uh, you with care just to yeah. do what? <laughs> and your dad almost showed up, right. but then we fought <laughs> yeah. him back. Oh, you so. did. That's good. <laughs> so I think when you think about the relationship, and this is always the difficulty. So when I work with couples where there's been infidelity, that this is why it's so hard for the person who's been, let's, let's call them the offender and the victim, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though nobody's fully a victim, but just so we understand. So for the victim, the one who's been hurt by the other person's unfaithfulness because they're so focused on that hurt it's hard for them in the short term to think about 
what do I need to do different in a relationship right, too? Because right. you have two pieces now. You have the big pain yep. that we got to heal through, but you have what was there before in the relationship, which a lot of times was not a good environment where mm-hmm. there was not connection, that kind of stuff. And right. so the person has to evaluate. Listen, we all want a relationship where we're accepted, mm-hmm. where we feel welcomed with our ideas and affirmed and we mm-hmm. feel validated and all these different things. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have that at, at home, it's just natural to want that somewhere. Right. And so I think you've got to address the relationship, too. If if there is somebody who's the victim, it's we're not saying that whatever you didn't do justifies acting out. So that that's a poor decision. You can have the worst relationship in the world. It does not justify a person stepping out, period. Right. 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 But we also want to evaluate and go, if we're going to move through the pain and heal and get back to a place, mm-hmm. what are the things, what what can I do different to make this feel like a safer, more welcoming, accepting place for you? Right. Because that's ultimately right. what we want. I think you, you have to talk about that. Yeah, right. absolutely. For sure. Or you end up in another situation like you started with. Right. Exactly. Yep. Right. So that's where you talk about not only that, but do we share values? Do we mm-hmm. have a similar vision? Like some right. people will, will cheat just because of anger and revenge in the relationship. Right. Like, so, and that brings, this, up, that brings you, up a good question. How many times in your office did you see people with like revenge affairs? Uh, I would say that's probably the least frequent. Is it? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It surprises me a little bit, but all right. Yeah, because I, I think you know people that that are hurting aren't necessarily. They know enough to know, like me running out and trying to do something is not going to solve anything. It's going right. to make me feel worse. So that makes sense. I would say that that is the most least. Well, that frequent. gives me hope in humanity. Then. <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> and yeah. I would say those are probably the people that the people you're talking about, Jason, yeah. are probably the ones that aren't willing to go to a counselor. Uh, yeah. So those that are, they understand there's a deeper issue and they really do want to fix it, you know. But then we got all these other people that don't even want to go. So there's a huge difference. But I hope that this episode kind of helped on why people cheat because there's so much to it. And I just want to encourage you, if you are married, then it's definitely worth fighting for um, to get everything right. If you are dating... Um, you might want to second guess continuing the relationship and encouraging that person to work on themselves and you continue to work on you um, because how they are before marriage is probably how they're going to be after. So just build. <laughs> you true. know what I'm saying? Amen so, to that. If right. you're dating somebody that, that has a hard time denying or delaying self-gratification in any area, finances, yeah. food, um, be wary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And also, I just wanted to touch again on those episodes we mentioned. So go back and check out episode number 22, The First Five Steps to an Affair. And that is a part one, part two. Episode 29, How to Overcome an Affair. And then episode number 53, How to Regain Trust After an Affair. So, and again, send in any questions to the relation shop at power77radio.com. I'm talking about. Nice. <laughs> Bye-bye.